Hello, and welcome to another episode of Proclaim Emancipation. This episode, I want to talk a little bit about false flags. The good old false flags. We know, a lot of us know, chances are if you listen to this, you know that 9-11 was a false flag. It is probably the most well-known false flag, the biggest false flag we've seen, well, besides COVID. But it's COVID's a different type of false flag. It's 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 a long con false flag. It's it's I don't know. It's almost like there's nine eleven on every day. Just the, how much rights we keep losing and everything. Anyway, so I want to talk a little bit today about false flags um, and definitely nine eleven. Mostly nine eleven because there's some crazy stuff with nine eleven. So um, well, first I'm, I want to go through some common or. Some well-known false flags or events that were false flags. Uh, 9-11, obviously. The Reichstag fire, that was perpetrated by the Nazis. And they used it as um, a reason for their... It was an act. I forget the name of the act. But it was for... Um, it was basically like a Patriot Act. Same kind of idea. And and then they ushered in you know, Nazi. The Nazis kind of just took over after that. Um, you have the Gulf of Tonkin, which that that was a false false flag that got us into uh, the Vietnam War. The anthrax anthrax attacks in the early two thousands, like right after nine eleven, the anthrax scare, you know, forced a bunch of soldiers to get anthrax vaccines that were hurting them and stuff. You know, of course, the London bombing, um, the seven seven bombing, um, seven seven. I forget what year it was. I think it was two thousand eight, but um. Yeah, that that event was definitely a false flag. They had, just like nine eleven, they had, um, a, a test, a um, simulation running for the same exact type of thing, on the same exact day in the same exact area, and it just happened to be a real bombing. You know what I mean? It's not like they messed up and accidentally had a bombing. Like that's that's planned. That's, how, that's just how they do this. One of the, that's one of the signs of a false flag is when they have a drill that's planned and staged at the exact time that a real one happens um boston bombing that one was i don't know that was just to scare people i guess i don't know because even i remember watching on the news and it was was it was it the boston bombing i think it was the boston bombing whichever one and they, they were just showing these same images on the news of this dude that apparently had a pressure cooker bomb or something and it was just like showing a, a boat that he was under or something. It kept showing the same images on the news. It's just, I don't know. Another big one's January 6th. They're still pushing the January 6th narrative. I mean, this last year, they were... Kamala, Kamala Harris was basically relating it. It was basically like 9-11. You know, we had Pearl Harbor. We had 9-11. And then we had January 6th. Like, no. No, 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 no. They're trying to make this such a big deal. The, the protesters didn't even... It's not like the protesters went in there and just started killing everybody. You know, they just went in there and just kind of were like, yeah, the, like the deaths that happened were, I think there was four total that day. And I don't even know the, like the, what happened with two of them. One was a police officer had a heart attack and they, they were saying that he was beat to death by protesters. That didn't happen. That was a total lie. And then the other uh, known death was uh, uh, one of the police, Capitol Police officers shooting a woman through a door. Like, no, like, saw her and just shot her. Like, what? You know what I mean? One of the protesters got shot. No one cares about that, though, apparently. It, it's, you know, they were let in. They were let in. 
the FBI basically infiltrated this, the group that was there, got everyone riled up, got everyone in. The, you know, there's so many videos out there. I'm sure they're still around, but there were a bunch at the time too, where it was just showing Capitol Police officers just letting people in. They were just like, hey, come on, let's go. And then just people just walking in. Like, it's not even a big deal. And that's what it was like. It was like it was not even a big deal. They're just going to walk up to the Capitol. You know, Trump's part of the setup. You know, I don't. It, it, he said what he said and how he said it to get people all riled up. And it was just enough. I mean, I don't. I'm not saying that he should be tried for insurrection. I think that's all BS. But, you know, I don't know. It's It was all a setup because all he had to. He, Trump didn't have to rile up. The, the people for violence because the FBI was always going to make sure that that happened. And there's FBI fingerprints all over this thing, all over it. Another one that it, for whatever reason, this one always gets iffy. You know, we got Alex Jones taking off everything. And a lot of the shootings, a lot of these shootings, um, Columbine seemed real. That was definitely real. These kids were, you know, lost. But then they realized. I think after Columbine, how much of an effect it had, so they could use it to try and get rid of guns. Um, you know, the, the Vegas shooting. You know, there were there were multiple gunmen sitting on top of buildings just opening fire. It was literally just probably FBI, CIA, same same people all the time, just just killing people, just shooting people, just to bring them down. You know, because what gun control? They want to make sure we have guns or don't have guns. I feel like gun control is kind of dead. Like they haven't pushed gun control in a while. You know, because what's 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 gun control even matter? You know, the weapons that they have, what they did on 9/11, you know, it, they, we, the guns aren't going to do anything against the weapons they got, against the technology they got. Let's say that. You know, I I do believe there were false flag shootings at schools, because when you go through stuff and you go through parents, there's a lot of crisis actors. You'll see a lot of parents supposedly that were. I wish I had it on hand, but there was a, there was, there's videos out there. I think you probably just look it up. There's videos out there where it shows crisis actors being in multiple different, like multiple school shootings or whatever, you know, they're all getting like, there's crisis actor websites. Like that's a thing there. There's crisis actors. There are people that are out there to give a fake story, give a fake narrative to get the public to convince, you know, Hey, guns are bad because I, my kid died, but no, no one died. Nothing, nothing happened. You know, I'm sure there were school shootings that were probably were real. I don't know which ones, but I know, I know there's a couple of them. I'm not even gonna mention them because it, people get taken off for mentioning them. You know, it's crazy. It's like you get the hook when you know when you say it. It's crazy. I'm really glad the school shootings and the shootings have slowed down a lot because I know some of them were real. So thank God that's that seems to be done or over with because they have so many other ways to scare people into doing what they want because they they knew gun control wasn't coming to America. So now they just want health control, medical control, biomedical control. So why are these false flags important? These false flags are very important because this is the method used to make changes in society. Like for those that were alive then, you know, 9-11 changed everything all around the world. It changed a lot. So much. Everything was much more surveilled after that. It ushered in the, the whole surveillance state. I mean, it was already there, but just an, on total another level. These false flags have been used for a long, long time. Like As long as history has been around, as long as we have any history, there's been false flags. Because they work.
they almost always work. They know that. Because you can't... People don't want to go to war. People don't want conflict. People don't want all that stuff. So they have to create massive emotional events that get people emotionally involved in it. And it's, it's basically just a mass propaganda, but using fear tactics and sometimes literally having to kill people. It's all to convince us that, you know... The Muslims are the bad guys. Bin Laden's the bad guy. When the Bin Laden, Bin Laden worked for the CIA and had communication with Bushes, you know what I mean? It it was all set up. It was all planned. You know, I'm sure Bin Laden's not even dead. He's probably living in under some underground base somewhere, just kicking it. Who knows? Who knows? You know, it's the false flags are very, very important to know. Very important to recognize. Very important to see the signs. You know, COVID's a false flag. COVID's a worldwide, global, constant false flag every day. You know, it, it, repeated stuff on the news, repeated stuff, making you feel hopeless, getting you to rally against a certain enemy. It's a, it's a big false flag. Where's the COVID virus? Show us electron microscope COVID vaccine or virus. Like, where where is it? They don't have it. CDC doesn't have it. No labs have it. No doctors have it. So what, what are we doing? Does everybody just have a cold and a flu? Are EMFs affecting people to give, you know, similar effects as COVID? EMF radiation sickness has very similar effects. Your oxygen levels drop because your blood cells can't transfer the oxygen properly because they can't function properly. You know, I have a study on this talking about it. I'm not saying that EMFs cause COVID. I think that they are a factor. I think there are multiple factors at play right now. And one of the biggest factors are just damned lies. What was the, the good quote is there's lies, damned lies, and statistics. They have been hardcore ramping up the statistics lies. Hardcore ramping up those. You know, from the start they've been lying about the effectiveness of these vaccines. They've been lying about, you know, the likelihood of people dying from it, from the vaccine and from COVID. You know. A lot of lot of damn lies and a lot of statistics. You know, and it's it's the same stuff constantly. That's one of the telltale signs of the false flag is repeated images, repeated sayings, you know, an immediate enemy. You know, the immediate enemy was China for a while, and then it was the unvaccinated. It's still kind of the unvaccinated. But people are realizing that this is total BS. People are realizing that this has become a, it's it's a false flag to usher into totalitarian government everywhere. That's what it is. Look at Canada. Canada has lost it. And if we don't stop it, Canada, what's happening in Canada and what's happening in Australia is going to happen here. So we have to be ready. We have to be up to the fight, resist what they want to push on us or put, resist these vaccine mandates because it's the ultimate false flag. It's the false flag that affects every single one of our lives. Every single one. I mean, 9-11 did, but not directly. COVID is affecting our lives directly in many, 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 many ways. Many ways. So, COVID-19 is like 9-11 every day, quite frankly. So, we need to recognize these false flags, call them out for what they are, and not let them take any more freedoms from us by using these terror events. Because that's what it is. These globalists, they are the terrorists. They are the terrorists. There, There are no rogue terrorists out there the only rogue terrorists out there are the ones that are trying to fight back against 
you know, groups like the CIA everywhere. You know, I, I'm sure, of course, if America was coming in and just killing civilians and just doing whatever they wanted in the Middle East, yeah, I think a group of people would be pissed and get together and be like, I hate these Americans because they come and destroy our country because that's what we've done. We've went and invaded all their stuff because false pretext. That's what it is. That's what it's been. Personally, I think a lot of it was on the behalf of Israel because Israel wants the greater Israel project or whatever the heck. So they want, you know, bigger Israel. They want to take back a Solomon's temple. You know, that's where they hate Islam. They hate the Muslims because they built their temple right on the foundation of Solomon's temple. So I don't know. It's false flags have been very popular and they worked very well for a very long time. So we got to call them out, recognize it, and not, not allow them to take any more freedoms from us, period. And it starts with COVID. Because after COVID, I don't think they can pull any more false flags. I think people are going to be aware to what's going on. So when this cyber attack comes, they're going to know. Who are they going to blame on the cyber attack? Russia. Probably Russia. Maybe China. Because they want they want another war. They want another hot war with China, Russia, and Iran for whatever reason. You know, Russia's on the brink of invading Ukraine. China's on the brink of invading Taiwan. Like, we could see them both invaded at the same time. And then that's that's what we're three. That's it. That's, that's what it is. That's what it comes. So, going to pray it doesn't get to that. But we just got to watch out for any potential false flag that might come. Because they need a false They always have a false flag to get into stuff like this. Because the people don't want it. The people don't want war. They don't want conflict. So, they have to garner as much emotional reaction to get people on board with what they want to do. So I want to go in detail a little bit here on which before COVID was the ultimate false flag. And that's 9-11. So regardless of what you think really happened, regardless of what, you know, what theory you subscribe to is what the building has brought down, I think we can all agree that it wasn't as they say it was. It, we The official story is total BS. So, I'm not, I'm not saying, I don't know about the no plane theory. That's the one that I'm like, I don't know about that. But, I think at the very least, they were just controlled drones. You know, I don't think that they were actually hijacked airplanes. Um... You know, this is just the crazy stuff like finding a passport in perfect condition in the middle of the ground somewhere and stuff like that. Like, that doesn't happen. And that fire, they would have been totally destroyed. You know, cars were destroyed and melted and stuff. And, you know, what? The paper's just fine? It was very interesting. Like, after the buildings quote unquote collapsed, everything like concrete and metal in there was just vaporized. So much of it was vaporized, dustified. But the paper was everywhere. Paper remained just fine. How is there a fire that vaporizes and justifies this metal and concrete? But it, but it doesn't burn the paper. What is that? What are we? What are we doing here? What? What? Is, what? What could possibly cause that? Now, I will say, it's probably. Well, there had to be more fire than just up there but at the same time i i just don't understand how if it doesn't make any sense because it's going to be hot the whole building's going to be hot but they're not might not burn all that paper 
when it collapses and it gets pushed out everywhere, but you couldn't find, like, desk supplies or toilets or just stuff like that. It was all vaporized. It was dustified. Like, if you watch the building, that's not, that's the only collapse in history that's looked like that. It's the only one. They all happened on the same day. All three of them. They were the only ones that have ever fallen from fires. And that's what, what that's the official story, that it fell from a fire. But then, you know, I remember, because 9-11 was what got me into all the quote-unquote conspiracy stuff. And I remember the early theories that I believed was the thermite. Um, basically, that they used thermite at the bottom to cut it, you know, cut the beams and bring it down. Which made sense. You know, it made sense. But there is still way more to it because how does it it felt the way it fell from the top and then just kind of dusted like dusted down it just vaporized down it just didn't it's not a normal collapse it didn't fall like if you really watch it nothing fell like watch it as this you know as the to- the so-called collapse comes down from the top like the top comes down a little bit and then after that, it's just vaporized. It gets dustified, bringing it down. Like, go watch the 9-11 and put it right next to so many other uh, building collapses and stuff. Now, World Trade Center 7, World Trade Center 7, I don't believe they used this directed beam technology. I don't believe they used that. It looked like just a regular collapse, a regular demolition, because um, it didn't get dustified in midair. Twin Towers, they did. I do believe they definitely got dustified in midair using whatever godforsaken technology they have. We know they have directed energy weapons. We know this is a thing. Like, there's a good chance they just had it back then. There's this, uh, there's just what this guy named John Hutchinson. And he discovered that using certain microwaves you can have a crazy effect on metals you can basically bend and fuse and jellify metals and you can also obliterate them at the right frequency and power just by microwaves like he was able to levitate metals you know bend metals in all kinds of ways and if you go look at some of the beams that are bent and like melt melted kind of and stuff and then you go look at the metal that john hutchison was using and what he did with the metal they look very similar very similar you know john hutchison was he started his experience in 1979 you know everything that he was able to do was jellification of metal bending and fracturing of metal lift quote levitation and disintegration of metal transmutation one metal changing into another yeah crazy right fuming not it's not like smoke but it, it fumes you know disappearance of samples which i don't even know what that means it just evaporate i don't know and fusing of dissimilar materials like metal and wood it's really crazy stuff i i don't there's not a lot of on there out like there's not a lot about this thing or John Hutchinson really out there. There's really not. It's a lot of it was kind of hush hush. The government kind of came in and just took a lot of his stuff, took a lot of his work. 
and they've used that to create weapons, you know. They don't have just structured energy weapons like that on a mass scale. They also have, you know, they can basically use cell towers with this voice voice of God technology where they can basically just use waves and put voices in your head. You know, how many schizophrenics out there are just people being targeted by, you know, intelligence agencies or the government or whatever and made to feel crazy? I don't know. Maybe some people really are crazy. I don't know. Maybe some people are possessed. I don't know. But... I find a lot of this stuff interesting, very interesting, because the I know that the potential they have, you know, the technologies they have, the all that they they have the potential to do so much. They have the potential to really to wipe us out on any at any time they want. They can do whatever they want. The problem is we have free will, so we have to put ourselves in the situation that allows them to kill us. So. You know, they can't just come in and that's that's one thing people always talk about. It's like, okay, if they wanted to come in and take everything over and dominate the world and all that, why don't they just do it? Because they can't. It's not how the universe works. They will have to pay for it. If they can get us to do it to ourselves, they avoid avoid the karmic debt. Now, nine eleven, I I don't know what to make of nine eleven in that sense, because you know, you can say that all the people in the tower were expressing their free will by coming to work that day. But how are they supposed to know something that that was happening? How are they supposed to know that an attack was coming? You know, maybe there was rumors. Maybe there were people talking about it. There were people there were people talking about it. I remember uh, a quote from one person that was talking about, like, some financial guy that was there. And basically was saying, and like, are you, are you ready for the big event tomorrow? Or something like that. And the dude was just like, what? What are you talking about? And... Lo and behold, the next day, you know, nine eleven, so it was known. You know, if you go look at the trade, like the stock market, that there's a lot of trading that day before. You know, a lot of people just happened to not show up to work that day, so maybe the the signs were there enough for people that in the building that they should have gotten out. I don't know, but it's really horrific. It's a total tragedy. You know, they didn't. They still haven't got any justice. You know. There are people that realize what happened, but not enough people. And at this point, we're we're 20 years past 9-11, which is crazy to me. You know, it's crazy that 9-11 was 20 years ago now. So, I don't know. I don't think anything's going to change. I don't, I don't know if it, even if enough people knew what was going on, we're so distracted by everything now. That they'll probably just admit it anyway, you know. I'm surprised they just haven't admitted that the CIA killed JFK. You know, like, why not just admit it? What's it going to change at this point? Not, not, nothing really. You know, how many of the kids today even know anything about JFK, what he stood for? Probably not many. You know, the CIA was heavily involved in that. George H.W. Bush, heavily involved in it. But yeah. So in the 9-11-2, there was, uh, the Pentagon was not hit by a plane. There was not enough debris outside for it have, to have been a giant 747. And if you looked, if you took a, like a model, like a 3D model of the plane and look at, like line it up with the building and then look at the damage of the building, there's no way that it, it was possible. There's no way that this, the wings hit where it hit or anything like that, unless it, 
I don't know. But there was so much of the the plane that was just wasn't there. So unless they hit hit the building and then vaporized the plane with it or something, I don't know. But it didn't really look like the same technology they used at the Pentagon was what they used at 9-11 or on the World Trade Centers. It seemed like it was just a plane or a missile. It seemed more like a, a missile of some kind. And something I always find very interesting that not enough people talk about, the day before 9-11, Donald Rumsfeld came out and said that we can't track, like I think it was $2.4 trillion from the, from, you know, from the government, from the military, from the Pentagon. They, they can't track $2.4 trillion. So what happens the next day? The next day, the accounting wing at the Pentagon, where all those files are kept, just happened to be the part that was hit by the plane. So that seems pretty obvious what was going on. You know, they, they don't want people to realize they put $2.4 trillion in money that's just been stolen and building underground bases and building all this crazy technology. That's what it's been used for. That, that's, that's what it's been used for, these black projects. You know, it doesn't cost $40,000 for a hammer, but they'll take it and put in an underground base you know that's what they do you know no one goes through all the, the financial records and goes through everything that's spent no one does no one has the time for that you know they, they, there's so many paper there's so much paperwork it's just all you're drowned in paperwork if you're working for the government you have a hundred page paper just to say who i don't know who knows it's 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 just totally unnecessary the, the amount of paperwork the amount of crap that people have to go through you know these two thousand page bills that are just loaded with all kinds of bull crap, all kinds of pork, all kinds of all kinds of crap, and you get your senators or House representatives, and they have an hour to read it before voting on it. Like, what is that? How is that an efficient lawmaking process? That's that's just pushing stuff through. You know, the the uh, stimulus bills we've been passing or whatever. You know, maybe maybe COVID was all about. I mean, it. I think COVID was the ultimate false flag because it it did so many things it ushered in the vaccine passports it got the government to pass these trillions trillions of dollars in bills you know where's that money gone like seriously we we passed what like five trillion dollars worth of stimulus bills what do we get out of that because i don't see anything going on i don't see them being you know any i don't see anything going on besides an addition of more technology more surveillance, you know, more money going towards these pharmaceutical companies. It's it needs to stop. It needs to stop. They've been spending so much money. We're twenty eight trillion dollars in debt, I think, right now. Like, has anyone ever really stopped to think about how much a trillion dollars is? Stop and think about how much a billion dollars is. Okay. Stop and think how much one million dollars. Imagine having one million dollars right now what you could do, the stuff you could do, how much people you could help out, the, the home you could buy, the car you could buy, you know, the comfort you could live on a million dollars. Now take that and times it by 1,000. That's a billion dollars, okay? A billion is a lot. You know, a thousand million dollars. You know, just think about how much one million dollars is to one person. A thousand million. Now, 
take a billion and then a thousand billion is a trillion. So, you know, it's a hundred thousand million. Is that right? Yeah, I think that's right. Hundred thousand million? I think, I don't know. I don't, no, 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 no. It's one million million. One million million. And like, that's insane. Imagine having a million million dollars. Well, that's a trillion. That's a trillion dollars. And that's the kind of bill. And they're passing $3 trillion bills. Like, where's all that money going? They bribed us. They bribed us with that $1,200 and that 800 or whatever the other one was. You know, they bribed us. They were like, here, take this money. Take this, um, you know, $500 billion worth of cash. We're going to just go ahead and steal the rest. And it's our money anyway. We got to pay for it eventually. The taxpayers. I think that's what the Great Reset is. I think the Great Reset is just them coming, the banks coming in and calling their debt. We we want we want our money, and it's impossible to pay it back because they loan out money at interest. The bank, the Federal Reserve, that creates the money, loans it out with interest. So no matter what, it's impossible to pay back all the money. So now we're twenty-eight trillion dollars in debt. I remember when it was five trillion. You know, back in the Iraq war and all that, it was like $5 trillion. And I remember there being a site where you could actively watch how much our debt was just rolling up, rolling up. And now we're like $28 trillion. That is, oh, man. I mean, that's that's like as much of the GDP as in the world in one year or something like that. It's the amount of money that we owe to these banks. It's, I mean, I think what the Great Reset is, they're going to come in. And they're going to call up the debt, and they're going to go to everyone and be like, okay, well, you owe your debt, which is however many million dollars per person, basically. And then probably something like that. I don't know the exact how much it would be. But then it's be like, okay, well, you can pay us however much money, or we can, you know, we'll take all your stuff, or what is it? Basically, they're going to make it so you don't own anything and you never own anything but you won't owe any money and then that's that's it that's it they got you so you can either live on permanent lockdown or something you know who knows what it'll be unless you pay off your debt to society which we didn't create the government created it we didn't create that debt but we're for face of the burden we're going to be facing that burden you know, whenever they call it up, whatever it, that entails, I don't know. Maybe they'll just skip that part and go right to the digital dollar. Or maybe they'll just completely crash the dollar, crash the economy, and then not sure in the digital dollar. Or maybe it'll be just part of the false flag cyber attack. I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, a lot of this modern day stuff started with 9-11. That was, well... I mean, really, it started with JFK, and then really before that, it started with the Federal Reserve Act in 1912. You know, so there, there's been several major, major, major events in modern history. That's not even to mention World War II, World War One. You know, there's been many major events in modern history that are false. They're, the history of it is false. The cause of it is false. The the reason for entering is false. It it's all false. I like think it's all you know. The events themselves did happen, but 
what they actually were, what they were supposed to be for, and all that. It's all it's all lies. It's all lies. It always has been. You know, false flags were started a long time ago. Just we we would basically have your warships, and you know, when you had your warship, you threw your flag up top, and you'd have, for example, the British. You'd have the British. You'd have a section of the British military or navy or whatever, and they would put a. It's just, I don't think this happened, but for example, just a French flag on a British ship, and then they'll come in and attack some of the British ships, and then tell the people, oh, look, the French came and attacked our ships. We got to go attack the French. And then people are like, oh, man, that's so sad. We people died because they blew up our ship. We got to go get them. And then all of a sudden, the country is rolling up into the war and going into war with France. I, I know that's, I'm just making this up, but this is an example. You get what I'm saying. It's it's that's what it started on was the navy, and basically attacking their own ships with flying flying a false flag, because that's why that's how it's called a false flag. You know they're just a little bit indirect today. You know they'll use religion or, you know it's not just a country. They still do the countries. You know, like Gulf and Tonkin and stuff like that. But it's changed. It changed over time because the technology changes. The society changes. A lot of stuff changes all the time, but false flags, the the premise still remains the same. Same ideas, same stuff, you know. Basically, like, the five major signs, of, I'd say, of a false flag attack is going to be uh, horrific images. You know, just, you have images used over and over again to basically scare the public. You know, just replaying those those towers falling, replaying all that stuff that's you're constantly just reseeing it, reseeing it. You have a drill of the similar attack occur on the same day, same area. This happens with the London bombing. It happened with 9-11. Um, you have eyewitness accounts that do not match the official story. So you have just your regular people out there saying, no, that didn't happen. No, that we, our, our ships weren't attacked in the Gulf of Tonkin. What are you talking about? And then that's always because there's always people that see it um conflicting evidence is not repeated by the media so basically any opposing viewpoint to what happened is just not talked about it's just totally ignored um and then also you have it's whatever it is is used as an excuse to curtail rights or start a war because that's what it always is. It's, it's either to take away people's rights or just to start another war that's what false flags are used for that's what they've always been used for and they've almost always been successful so, we got to watch out for these false flags, because I think we have another one coming um, in the form of a cyber attack, because they've been talking about wanting a cyber Pearl Harbor so they can usher in their Cyber Patriot Act. You know, this is stuff they've been talking about, like literally talking about a cyber Pearl Harbor for a couple of years now. They got this uh, cyber polygon event that happens in July, where they basically just war game bringing down one part of a supply chain and bringing down the entire global supply chain. Oh, man. You know, I made a I made a cyber attack post like on on my website or a section talking about it and within 3 months I think after that I made that post there was three separate cyber attacks or at least two. We had the one on um that meat company. We had the one on the pipeline in the United States. Um, I can't remember which the other one was. 
but we had some big cyber attacks, and they were mentioned in the news, but it wasn't made a, a big deal. You know, we had that. What really worries me, what really really worries me, is the the solar winds attack that happened. Um, I think this was actually before. Um, so, solar winds. It's it honestly it frightens me just because of the name, and how widespread the hack was, and how much how much of our infrastructure they invaded with that because they i believe want to bring down the entire electrical grid china has had a great interest in our electrical grid you know it would it would decimate the country if if it was like an emp you know electromagnetic pulse it would just it wouldn't even just temporarily bring down our electronics it would fry them it would destroy them. They, none of them would work. I don't know if it's possible. I don't know how they would do it. I don't think it's like some video game where they just blow up a, a bomb-type device that shoots out an electric shockwave or something. I don't know. I think they're capable of doing it wirelessly now through smart grid. You know, all you got to do is just send a signal to your smart meters and fry them. You know, if you have access to electric companies... From so the solar winds, you know, we had a, what was it the, the Carrington event in like 1857, and it was a a major uh, solar event that wiped out all electronics that they had. You know, the estimates at the time, or the estimates now, that if it happened now, we would have electronics down for 10 years. And it's also estimated that if the United States went without power for nine months. About 20 million people would die. So, if China wanted to attack us, that'd be a great way to do it. You know, bring down our entire electrical grid. All the technology that all of us rely on. And what what happens? What do we do? That's, you know what I mean? That's like, that's not a fun scenario. It would, it would push us on the path that we need to go, which is get off the electrical grids, get off the technology, live it back with nature, you know, use technology to actually aid our life, not destroy it. But who knows? Who knows what they're really planning to do? I, I know what their end goals are. I know that. I know they want to hook everyone up to the internet, basically, have everyone hooked up to the AI mainframe, whether it be you know, a chip or vaccines or however they're going to do it. They want everyone hooked up and controllable. And they want to fuse us with machine so that they can control us easily. And they want to usher in a world digital currency along with their world digital or world government and their world religion. You know, they want this satanic version of the entire world where communism reigns supreme, nobody owns anything. They want us to not own anything and be happy, as they say on the World Economic Forum. You will own nothing and be happy. Yeah, right. Because they'll own everything, and they can tell you what to do at all times. But they don't realize that it's not going to work. There's no way it can work. People will revolt. People are not going to accept that in America. Like, there's too many proud people here to allow that total communist 
regime to take over, I believe. You know, I believe in humanity. I believe we're stronger than they give us credit for and smarter than they give us credit for. Another thing that I believe is entirely possible is another bioterror event, a worse COVID, because they keep talking about this. Bill Gates keeps bringing up, you know, that the next one's going to be worse. The next one's going to be worse. And they keep bringing up smallpox for whatever reason. Smallpox has been brought up, like, just randomly pops up here and there in news articles and Bill Gates talking about it. There was, what, a couple months ago, there was a vial or a couple vials found in uh, at a vaccine lab of that were labeled smallpox. You know, Bill Gates saying that the next one is going to be a smallpox attack from, quote-unquote, terrorists. You know, which he's right about that, but he just doesn't say who the terrorists are. These globalists are the terrorists. World Economic Forum, the terrorists. Fauci, Gates, they are terrorists. That's what they do. They've they've been <laughs> causing terrorism straight on people. You know, once people more people start start dropping from this vaccine, it's you know it's genocide. We're already on, almost at a level of genocide. <sighs> this whole thing just it's it solves so many problems for them. You know, problem reaction solution. They already have the solution, which is vaccine passports, vaccine mandates vaccines you know and they create the problem which is covid to end the solution now they i feel like they they just they didn't get enough out of covid i think they want more i think they want a worse one you know this was just it seems like this was just a test run almost you know if if, i think there's a good chance too that once the vaccines really really start killing people and they start actually acknowledging it i think you're gonna they're gonna just label that another another bio you know another virus or whatever that's infecting people and killing people way more than you know because that's what probably gonna happen is people are gonna get sick people are gonna have all sorts of health issues ade you know organs are gonna start shutting down and then they're probably just gonna blame it on you know a new virus blame it on the unvaccinated even though all people are gonna be dropping are gonna be the vaccinated I pray it doesn't come to that. I pray that's not what doesn't, doesn't want to happen, but it doesn't want to happen. That that doesn't happen, but I I don't know. We've already seen a lot of people drop from this vaccine. You know. Um but yeah, they Israel is actually running war games about a new COVID strain that primarily impacts just children and is immune to the vaccines. So why are we running war games like that? Like, damn if they come after the kids, man. I don't know. I'm, I, you know, that's what they do, though. They run war games, they run tests on all this stuff. It's, they have to tell you what they're doing ahead of time. You know, Event 201 was like literally right after Event 201, we get, you know, we get talks of it talks of the uh people getting this coronavirus or respiratory illness over in you know that october that year over in china which wuhan china just happened to be the area where they deployed 5g in that october so you know i'm not saying it caused anything i don't know but i I definitely think people have reactions to these emfs and they don't realize it because they don't it doesn't it doesn't click to them you know what if the next one is really just when once they have 5G everywhere, you're going to see people sick all over the place. 
and then they're going to blame it on a new infection. I don't know. I hope not, but I know the potential with 5G is very, very evil on multiple levels. How it affects the human body, how it affects all life, you know, the, the level of surveillance they're able to do with it. Uh, but, you know, the cyber polygon and all this kind of combines and like they're, you know, cyber crime and cyber, um, cyber terrorism is like their new thing. You know, I don't, I don't watch a lot of, sh I don't watch any shows actually, but I've heard people talking about how like a lot of new, well, actually it was just Ryan Long on YouTube, this comedian made a thing about it. But I looked it up and it's it's pretty true. But they, like he did a video where it's like old cop shows and new cop shows, and how old cop shows were always about like terrorists and Muslim people or whatever you know whatever the enemy was at the time, and now it's like dark web terrorists. Really want to scare people like off the internet for whatever reason. Um, they they want to have basically they want to have a large cyber attack, and through this cyber attack they're gonna accomplish a lot of things very similar to COVID. And one of them is going to be, you know, bringing in a cyber Patriot Act. And it's, I don't know, they want to lock it down. That's why they want to lock everything else down. Because they know the internet got away from them. And they need to lock it back down. They can't just keep censoring everyone and everything that disagrees. Eventually people are going to catch on. You know, it, it's almost like they're pushing us towards, you know, seeing the truth and everything. Because they're getting so crazy. It's just... They're so reckless, so careless at this point, but yet so many, like, I mean, people are catching on, but not quick enough. Um, there's just always a lot going on at once, especially right now, but, yeah, we're probably going to see a, a big cyber attack in the future. Expect more false flags from the, the globalist terrorists, because they are the real terrorists. You know, there's no terrorists just walking among us. They're all created, you know by the FBI, CIA, whoever, you know, whatever organization. It's all artificial. It's all to scare us. All of it. Pretty much all of it. You know, when, besides the, like, the rogue person that goes crazy and shoots a couple people here and there, pretty much all, everything major has been planned and orchestrated by groups like CIA and the FBI. It, I mean, it's scary, you know. How, how bad would the world really be if... Groups like the CIA, FBI, didn't exist. Like how how much would we would we live in harmony and peace when we're not being divided all the time, twenty four seven? I don't know. It'd be a great world. But the uh, last thing here I want to talk about on false flags is going to be supply chains because they are they are deliberately bringing down supply chains around the world, and they know through cyber polygon that they can do so through a cyber attack and they're using cyber attacks along with covid to poke holes in the supply chain that's going to cause disturbances everywhere they're probably going to blame terrorists you know who knows it's probably going to be russian hackers for the cyber attack or they're going to blame these truckers that are protesting for the supply chains that's probably that's very that seems very likely to me it seems like they egg the truckers on to protest and then that way they can blame the truckers when the supply chains go down you know, it's it's always they're always trying to create enemies where there isn't. You know, Trudeau's calling the these um, truckers what 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 he called them. He basically basically saying that they're you know violent and extreme. You know, just all the same regular crap that they keep saying. You know, 
because they're scared. They're scared of what these people are actually doing. People are actually taking a stand. People aren't just going to let all this stuff keep continue to happen. That's, yeah. But these supply chains, you know, we're already seeing a lot of places that are, they're, they're skinny. You know, there's not a lot, there's not a lot there. There's some stores going, and there was, a, what was on Twitter, like last week, there was bare shelves, Biden was trending. You know, it was just pictures of empty shelves all across the nation, just different places. We, I haven't had any supply chain issues here where I'm living. Everything's been fine for me, but, you know, it does seem like they really, really care about these supply chains and they really really interested in bringing them down for you know whatever reason that is be it china's behind it be it just the globalists i don't know but it's you know bringing down the supply chain that would just cause you know massive terror you're then you're directly attacking people's livelihoods their food you know what it's it's terrorism it's terrorism on every level and, you know, I don't believe there's these just regular domestic terrorists. It has to be them. Because there's no no Joe Schmo just plotting a bomb threat and all this crap. Like, no, it doesn't happen that way. They get picked. They get chosen. They get recruited by the CIA, FBI to do stuff like this. Nobody would be doing this stuff on their own. If anything, everybody freaking out is retaliating against these forces that have been doing this to the world for so long. You know that's not the way to do it because when we get violent, that's that's when they win. We're right in their wheelhouse. If we get violent, they instantly have all the tools to just take us out. Any you know, with a blink of an eye, if they really want to use you know directed energy weapons or whatever it may be. You know they have um, what is it like those sonic weapons? Not weapons, but like deterrents or whatever. They, where they're on the top of cars and they just pierce a sound that makes everyone freak out or scatter or something. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to shoot guns anymore. They have they have weapons that will vaporize you before you even know what happened. It's it's crazy. It sounds like science fiction, but unfortunately, it's not. Unfortunately, it's not. You know, they can basically do whatever they want. So you know, something big is going to be coming up because COVID's dying down. They need another way to scare people. They need something else to control people because people are waking up to COVID and what's going on. So be it climate change, be it a massive cyber attack, be it who knows what, you know, an attack on a city, who knows. I don't know. The part of me thinks that, like, maybe they're pushing, like, California, they're talking about doubling the tax. Maybe they're just getting so crazy that they're pushing all the, like, because these globalists and all them, they believe in eugenics. They believe in, you know, this, like, Darwinism type survival of the fittest, only the best and fit shall survive and carry on, you know, they want to kill all the dumb people, basically. So what if this whole COVID vaccine thing is basically killing off the people that are too dumb to realize what's going on or too dumb to realize anything about the world? So they take this vaccine and then you got people, you know, like say California, you know, you have all these people, all the smart people, all the business people, all these people, you know, that aren't directly attached to Hollywood, they're getting out. Why is that? Because California's lost their mind. They don't care about crime. They're talking about doubling the tax. You know, on, on top of just, you know, so much. San Francisco's a hellhole. Homeless everywhere. Gavin Newsom's a psycho. You know, maybe they're just making it so crazy to push people out so that they can just bomb the rest. I don't know. I'm, I'm just thinking out loud here. It's, but it's like, how can it be so crazy and people are just still there? How? It doesn't make any sense. 
But yeah, these supply chains, they are, uh, I thought at first it was going to be with this vaccine mandate that was supposed to come on, what was it, January 4th of this year? But it was never enacted because it's unconstitutional. I thought the supply chain was going to go down then and they were going to blame it on the unvaccinated. I mean, at least that didn't happen. But I'm st- I still feel like whatever's going to happen, they're going to blame on the unvaccinated. Be it, you know, the, the vaccinated people just dropping or something. Who knows? I don't know. But there's there's going to be more stuff going on before we get through all this crazy stuff. That sounds terrible, but I worded it horribly, but you know what I mean. They have something else planned. I'm sure they do. So just be ready. Be warned that whatever may be coming, it's not going to be on whoever they're blaming. That's, I mean, whatever it may be. It's not going to be domestic terrorists that are, you know, stopping the supply chains. It's not going to be, you know, domestic terrorists that are taking over these school boards that don't want their kids masked and vaccinated. No, it's, these are people that are concerned. They care. They, they want things to be better for everybody. And there's a lot of people out there fighting for it. It's, you gotta, you gotta find them. You gotta get together. We gotta start making a movement. The movement is truth through health, I believe. There's Dr. Shiva Ayaduri has a real plan, a real group, good group of people. And he's an intelligent, intelligent dude. You know, he fights for truth, freedom, and health. Like, what else is more important right now? Truth, freedom, and health. That That's it. That's what's very important to every single person on this planet right now. So, you know, join that movement. It's free to join. You know, $100 for an entire year to get an access to so much information. Like, there's so much information on the site. Um, you know, be ready for whatever they're planning, whatever's coming. You know, we need, we need a good, intelligent group of people that can get through whatever's coming. And come out on the other side is, you know, leading everyone else to where we got to go. So, yeah, you know, false flags are, they've been used throughout history forever. And why, yeah, I don't know. Because they have to get people on their side. Because they can't just go in and willingly or, you know, or unwillingly and just go take over countries and stuff because the people would revolt. So they have to cause these attacks to get what they want. So just learn to recognize them, realize what they are, look for the telltale signs of a, a false flag because almost every major event is a false flag and on some level. So, yeah, uh, I have a whole page on false flags on my website, just under the Global Affairs tab. Um, you can go ahead and check it out. Bunch of information on there. Uh, basically, all these podcasts for the first like twelve or thirteen, besides COVID, COVID, I just ranted on COVID. Um, but all of them have been using my website, the website pages, as um, basically that little outline of what I'm going to talk about. So I'm basically just talking about everything on my website for these first 13 episodes. After this, I'm probably going to be more talking specifically about certain topics, you know, fleshing it out, hopefully having some people on to talk about stuff. So hope you enjoy my podcast so far. Oh, and I was just on the Health Hero Show with Tim James. It was one of the greatest experiences of my life. That was awesome. It was a dream come true. So... If you're listening and coming from him, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, hope you learned something here. And, yeah, thanks for thanks for listening. Um, you can check out my website, proclaimemancipation.com. Email me at proclaimemancipation at gmail.com. And, yeah, I will talk to you all soon. Love you all. And continue in love and abundance. Mm-hmm.